Welcome, Supers, back to another Shark Tank Tank Tales. I have the absolute pleasure of bringing you two Jersey folks here uh, from the from Shark from the Shark Tank. And before we get started, I need some super claps wherever you are, whatever you're doing right now. Just start clapping. People know you're watching the Super Entrepreneur Show, and I need you to give those super claps up to Super Leslie and Super Greg from Sunflow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having us. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. So uh, let's, let's, start, we always start out like, what was your relationship with Shark Tank before getting to be on Shark Tank? Did you love watching it? Did you never hear about it? How, uh, what was your relationship with the show? Uh, I'd say we were huge fans. There's very few episodes we ever missed. Um, and uh, we had heard the name so many times as we had some pop-up stores, as we showed the chair to people, I think that was what 90% of the reaction that we would get would be, have you been on Shark Tank? You guys should be on Shark Tank. So after that, we kind of Greg made it happen. <laughs> yeah, you hear it enough and you think, oh, well, that, could, that would never be us. We could never get on that show. And we sent, like everyone else, we sent in an application. We had a response. They told us to apply at a later date when they were looking for applicants for this year, we applied, they responded and it's not an easy process because they have, from what I understand, 40 or 50,000 applicants for a hundred spots. So it was auditions and, and lots of other steps, which is part of their secret sauce, right? The amazing reality show that people like us love to watch. That so 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 you applied to be on the show and got on in your in your first time applying. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That's the yeah, thing. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. The, well, we're a new business, so it was. Uh, I think it was a good time for them to accept yeah. us. It's real. We were only six months old when we applied, so there wasn't a, a year prior to apply. <laughs> we were brand new. I you know I I always I find it fascinating that there's. Um, so like so many businesses and when they come on the show, it's like, yeah, we've existed for, you know, so many months or maybe a year to two years. Um, and, and that they were able to get through versus, I mean, there's some businesses that are like, okay, we, we started in like 2016 or something like that. Or, you know, it's been, I don't know, four math is power, six, six years or something like that. But for the most part, I think that um, that says a lot about the opportunity for you know, new business owners, new businesses to be able to break through and get that opportunity of like mass exposure. Well, it's, it's just a wonderful way for as a new brand for consumers to discover us, for customers to discover us because we don't have a big marketing budget, right? We are here in our home. This is our headquarters. We have a handful of people on our team and we're trying to make sure that people around the country and around the world discover our brand. So to be on Shark Tank as a young company was kind of a dream come true for us. Well, that that's great to hear because, I mean, be, having that explosive of growth, especially with something that is not that simple to manufacture, can be the, can give, be the, be the opposite. Um, have you, have you found, well, we'll get to, well, we'll get to that part towards the end, uh, about post Shark Tank, but, um, so, so having, having, having that opportunity, you didn't, um, feel 
that it was at any point that it was quote unquote too early because we've had this comment come up a lot in the in the comments in the super community like is it too early am i too am i too soon because we we when we watch the show and obviously you've watched the show we've heard that comment a lot like ah you're just a little too early for me like if you had come here like six months later it would it would have it would have been perfect I actually think the timing was really perfect because we had just been in business about six months and it was during COVID. So I think that people really, you know, kind of root for you because everybody was kind of, you know, the underdog. And I think we did a really good job in our first six months. As you saw in the episode, we did have a, a surprisingly overwhelming um, number of sales when we didn't really expect it. So it was more exciting for us to share that with the sharks because we're really proud of what we, you know, what we achieved during a pandemic and in the first six months. Yeah. Proud of how the customers responded, yeah. right? Because Leslie had a vision for the product and the brand. We made it happen together. And here we are years later and the business the consumers are buying it and, and, and enjoying it. Right. So, so I don't think, I think when customer companies are on too early, uh, there's amazing products discovered on shark tank. But sometimes when you're on Shark Tank and your product hasn't yet, if it's just an idea, if it's just a prototype, uh, it is, that's the episodes we've watched, that seems to be where sharks will sometimes say you're just a little early because the concept hasn't been proven. Fortunately for us, right out of the box, we had an amazing product market fit where consumers really uh, seemed to respond well to what Leslie designed. So it was, uh, and then of course the show airs sometimes many months after you on we 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 were on the show uh, it aired eight months after we filmed right so mm -hmm. we were actually by the time it aired it was spring of this year so it was perfect timing that is that is perfect i wonder i like i always wonder like i know the producers are world class the editors are world class if they have it, it, it you know how much insight do they have to do things like that like make it so it's like you know this doesn't make sense for winter time let's let's be smart about it and move it so that there's some opportunity for everybody to get a win out like you know to for things to make sense yeah we don't know how exactly they program it how they pick the episodes and etc so we uh we have uh we nicely asked or even said it would be great if our beach brand was featured in the spring or summer and but they don't they pick because they have hundreds of you know they have a hundred plus uh, companies they're considering and not every company that films is on the show so we were happy with regardless of the slot but yeah. the fact that they aired us in, in the spring was great because obviously they're holiday items they're gift items that they probably slot during the holidays do you want to add something yeah i was just saying that they Definitely. I mean, they're smart producers. They definitely time everything. I, during December, we watched so many holiday elf things and, you know, Christmas. It was, it's great. Yeah. They, just, they yeah. know what they're doing. Definitely want to be featured, want to be shown in the spring, which is what happened. So someone up, someone there uh, planned it well. Was looking out. Yeah, looking out for it. Well, like I said, I, they're world-class, not just producers and, and uh, editors, but uh, from my understanding, world-class people as well and, and really care about the businesses that, uh, or coming through and, and wanting to make make it so that they, you know, everybody has the best opportunity to get a deal and and uh, and have have a great op have a great experience. Right. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that makes the most sense. Right. Like you don't want and I and, and, and I know that there's people from 
very early on in the show's life that didn't necessarily have a great experience and get subscribed because I'm going to be interviewing a couple of those people coming down the pike. Uh, but, you know, I, I think ultimately it's better for you to have a great experience and, and have something positive to say and, and a positive outcome from it to get more people to be, you know, wanting to interact with the brand, the brand, both your brand and Shark Tank brand uh down the road rather than being like oh yeah we went on shark tank it was like it was this terrible experience yeah. and yeah. you know they were mean to us and uh, not the sharks because it's tv but the the people who actually make the show happen and then you know they just they, they put us on at christmas time and it's like nobody's thinking about this beach at christmas time you know it was every single person we dealt with was amazing professional friendly and we just had the most amazing experience throughout the process Yes, that that is a that is the uh, experience that I've heard. Even going back to those uh, past episodes, you know, way way early uh, early on seasons. Um, so, so when you were, how did you go about? You know, you have this business that's budding. Uh, I wrote down a couple of different numbers. Um, was it? Was, you had two point nine million in sales. Is that that's right? Is that the right one? Okay, yeah, because I write two point nine, but I don't write the word sales next to the to it. So I'm just deciphering my uh my stuff here um and so you you have which which ultimately could also be a a, a deterrent as well as we've seen like and i, I know i've been had my mind blown a few times where sharks are like yeah it's just going too fast like it's just going too fast for you guys and and it's like okay but it's going to go fat like you're on the tv show to make it go faster yeah. what like what the heck yeah. Well, we, again, we always look at the, how the customer responded. That was 13 months into the business. And we had, uh, as we shared on TV, we had 2.9 million in sales. We had sold uh, over, that represented about 12,000 customers. And that was uh, about 12,000 shares. Uh, so yeah, about 10,000 customers. And, and it was just for us it's just the beginning because we're so young we're so new we've spent so little on marketing and customers have to still discover us so I, this season now a year later from filming uh, people are starting to tell their friends people are starting to hopefully this summer you'll see more and more on the beach so people will discover us in other ways uh, but six months in nine months in 12 months in uh less so right there were just not as many our products that existed out in the world so we're we are um, really humbled by the response and yeah too fast or too slow i mean it's 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 a, we launched during the pandemic as well which is a whole nother story but having to launch a business when also worrying about your family and and your community your health it's it was a, a crazy time so the it's such a happy moment that came out of such a challenging time. I I'm sure I would. Uh, so when you were putting together your pitch, like, and, and your valuation, um, walk me through how you were balancing the, the pitch, you know, with, with a business that was, you know, running, not walking, um, or crawling for that matter, uh, at six months, you know, six plus months into it and, and trying to figure out like, how are we going to make this, uh, appealing to to the sharks and and hopefully walk out with a deal. Yeah. Well, the, I can talk about the actual 
deal we offered. And Leslie can talk. Do you want to talk a little bit about how we pitched it? I mean, I think in general, the numbers are the numbers. So they're going to ask you the numbers and we have the numbers and it shows that people are liking the product, but the, the kind of the twist was how to make them believe that it's not just a, a fluke and it just happened once and it's going to go down. We just, we have new products coming and we've got, you know, we kind of had to make sure that they knew that it wasn't just a chair. It's more of a, a brand. So that was more a, of the message that we wanted to get across. Of course, we're going to get the wow factor of the chair, but that's only the beginning. So we have more products coming. And I mean, Sunflow doesn't mean it's not Sunflow chair brand. It's literally Sunflow. So it could be technically anything under the sun. Um, Unintended. We're, you know, we're focusing on the beach right now because we love it. And it's kind of a really sexy category for us. Um, and we're kind of, everything's beach uh, related at the moment, but it doesn't mean that so many other things couldn't come from the brand. So that's kind of like, the, that was the trick for us, I think, because we've watched the show so many times that they don't want to think it's a one hit, like a yeah. one hit wonder. So yeah. and with regard to the, the dollar amount, we really, we're growing quickly and we're ambitious. We want to make sure people can discover us in many places, right? So we have we want to do more marketing. We want to have more distribution. We want to expand. We've already expanded into Australia and Europe. So to go on the show and make a small ask uh, with such big hopes just didn't seem to align. So we said, "What would be a big ask?" And we and you know to be able to say one million dollars. We're from Short Hills and we're seeking one million dollars. To us, that was a big ask, and it, it was audacious and makes people sit up in their seat. And then they, it makes them ask, what are the numbers? Does it support it? And fortunately, uh, the Sharks felt it was supported and, and we ended up with, with several offers. I mean, you get the obligatory uh, Robert Wow. Every, yeah. <laughs> every gosh darn time. Um, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it's a, it is a bold strategy, right? Because not to quote uh, the dodgeball movie. But uh, it is a bold strategy because, you know, you have to walk out. Not everybody realizes it, but you have to walk out with that amount of money. The percentage and the structure and everything can change. And, you know, a million dollars is, even to them, is a lot of money to uh, justify in in an investment and things like that. And I think that's – but, hey, you know, you get one shot. And I I think, you know, being able to put it in a a perspective of of $1 million, I I think, is is, – it is pretty cool, regardless of uh, if it was going to, you know, potentially work out or not. Well, we'll tell you a secret, through and but only you and only the viewers can know this, uh, which we've actually never told anyone. Uh, not, and Leslie's wondering what's the what? secret I'll be discussing. <laughs> and you'll remember after I say it, uh, we left for the airport at four thirty in the morning when we were flying from New Jersey to Los Angeles to film, up until ten o'clock the night before. And for the months preceding, we were planning to ask for a half a million dollars. At 10 o'clock the night before, we said, let's go big. So it was actually a last and last hours leading up, we changed, we changed our mind and went bigger. So that's the first time we've ever told anyone. So there you go. It's well, an exclusive, an exclusive <laughs> here. Well, thank you for that. Uh, you know what? I think long-term big picture you know, the show gets replayed on CNBC like a ton, right? So the odds odds are you're gonna your episode's gonna get replayed at some point, right? And 
at that point it's it's also a little more memorable so like even regardless of how things worked out for you in the tank after the tank the episode is forever right um and i and it's not like you you didn't have the sales to support you weren't walking in for a million dollars and saying well you know we have this concept here that i 3d printed in like six days of my you know 3d these big you know somewhat commercial 3d printers and um it's gonna sell it's gonna be the biggest thing ever. you're all gonna be sitting in some flow chairs next next season here i'm telling you it's gonna be huge like you already had sales so you had something to back it up with um but you know like i said at the end of the day it's it is it is tough because they you know i mean they they balk it like for anything over four hundred thousand is is like whoa like wow you know roberts wow so it's 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 it definitely is a, a bold strategy so let's go you're flying you're flying to la uh you're 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 getting there uh to you know get to uh the the studio and you're you're getting to you're walking down that hallway how are you feeling how are you feeling confident uh are you you worried what's what's you know, going through your minds we just talked about this last night it was probably that walk down that hallway was probably the scariest part because it was, you know, you've seen it on TV a hundred, you know, thousands of times. And I just, you know, it was more, they didn't play the music, but I think we both heard it. We were walking in our heads and somebody actually asked us, I heard that the hallway gets smaller as you get closer <laughs> to the door. And I said, it doesn't, but maybe people see it that way. Cause you're, you know, that's the moment of truth when you kind of walk in through the doors. But after that, I really think, to your point, the sharks and everybody, they're so nice and they get how nervous people are. They're just smiling and, you know, kind of wait, you know, just supporting you and saying, don't worry about it. You got it. They're like your biggest cheerleaders because that's everybody knows that's probably the most nerve wracking moment. But after that, I feel like it was supernatural. It was almost a conversation like we're having. But just a lot more people coming at you yeah. at once. <laughs> and they're, they're very, uh, they come across very uh, not they are very supportive and they, it is very happy and they are very friendly. They don't literally say uh, we've got you because it's, it's fully unscripted. It's actually the cameras are running. So they make you feel that way. Um, but it is uh, no double, no two, no second takes. Yeah. Yeah. There is no, there is no second takes. And you know, that that's part of the mastery of, of that, of the show, you know, is being able to set such a situation up that and have enough cameras and enough um you know everything drama and and uh just everything going in the in in pushing in that one direction that you don't need to do multiple takes you don't need to do you know aside from the the b-roll that they shoot when you walk out like that's that's it right like that's what they need to be able to fill in the gaps when they're doing the editing because they are again world-class editors uh, over there yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know that that you know we weren't in there for eight minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> we obviously. Yes. For way longer, and people are surprised by that when we tell people about it. They're like, "You were? I always wonder how they get so much information." But you know, you're in there for a while, and they really, uh, not that they get to know you, but you know, we're kind of guiding what we want them to hear, and they're really asking the questions to let us tell them our story. So it's really, it's, it's like a synergy. You're kind of working together. And if you're wondering how long it's basically until all the sharks are out or you get a deal, it can be, it can be 10 minutes, but it's usually not. (laughs) I think the shortest I've heard, it was 
uh, was like 15 minutes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And that was, and I, and they got a deal. Uh, I forget well, who it was, uh, that was on the show. Yeah. It was very, very short, very, very short. Um, but most of them are 45 minutes to, I've heard as long as an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Um, I know Don, Dino Don was in there for over uh, like two hours because they, the, he's like the first hour, they just asked dinosaur questions. Uh, that yeah. was a plan. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that they, was a, a great prop. No, we were in there for over well over an hour. I think they sold that dinosaur to one of the sharks. Did Mark Cuban buy this? No, I feel like Damon. I, I, I know they were asking what the what the cost is. I mean, what and and once that episode aired, they they added to their website to be able to go and buy yourself a, your own dinosaur. Which you know, I remember I did the episode with Larry uh, Roberts uh, together, and we were talking like, well, what would it cost? Like how much could you rent this for parties? Like if I bought like three velociraptors and like put them in a trailer and you bring them out with like a couple bushes or something. And like, you got your own dinosaur adventure in the backyard. Like how much could you get for that experience? I don't know. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> probably not. I mean, yeah, those are very expensive dinosaurs. So probably, probably not. It's expensive. We can tell you that because we ship all of our sunflow chairs free to customers so shipping is expensive i'm sure shipping a dinosaur three dinosaurs is very expensive <laughs> oh yes 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 def definitely so uh, you know um when when you guys are in there did you have a you know a shark in mind that you wanted to to or sharks in mind that you were looking to get a deal with well we uh we won't tell you the uh, the inner uh the inner chamber discussions but the reality is we wanted all the sharks. How cool would that be? I mean, that's what everybody wants, all I the guess, sharks. all of them. It's probably pretty complicated because they all, they're investing their own money. Uh, but that was, we really wanted all of the sharks because all of them have very different experiences. So there's, there's really not a shark that can't help in some way. And if you have more sharks, you have more help. But in reality, we knew we wouldn't get all the five sharks because we were offering for 6%. You know, even having watched the show, which shark accepts 1% each? You know, there's just no way. Yeah. So... But you know, it, you know, it is what it is. You'll have to watch the episode again and get and guess which sharks we're targeting. Yeah, I, I, there you go. Thank you. Get, get some more. Get some more views. I'll be linking it uh, at the, over here uh, at the end of the video, so uh, for you to go and watch. And it's also in the description below, so you can, uh, if you want to pause this and go watch it over there, you more than welcome to go do that. Um, so okay, so. Uh, yeah, having all the sharks would have been been cool, but you would have definitely had to have given up way more than than six percent to uh, to make that uh, a reality. But I could see where that makes sense. In like, we're going to go in, we're going to ask for a million dollars to you know, if you get three or four sharks that are interested, all of a sudden it's like okay, it's two hundred fifty thousand. You're giving up a higher percentage, but you get to work with you know, all you know, four different sharks. I don't want to. Um, say which ones because you know whatever but it, the point being is is you get you know you're getting four different looks uh at that point or five different looks or even three different looks and and they're you know obviously they're more willing to do that deal than like the one million dollar for uh for for six percent or you know even anywhere close to that so the negotiations between you and kevin going back and forth uh was a lot of fun to watch um and maybe, maybe fun for you. Oh, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was, it was. 
skewering him up there. I had, the, I had the camera in yeah. my face. It was uh, that was that was nerve wracking. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You no, no, no. You go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I mean, Kevin offered you one million for four percent. I believe that was his first offer with uh, with a he wanted five dollars per chair, I believe, or something to that effect. That's right. He wanted to receive five dollars a chair until we repay him two million dollars. And at the conclusion of paying back two million, uh, he would own four percent. That was his. That was his first offer. Yes, and and that. Um, so, did you go in thinking about a royalty deal at all? We we didn't think that. It's it's hard. A royalty is hard to contemplate ahead of time, right? Because you can contemplate valuation, but a royalty could be structured in any way. So, actually, when he suggested that royalty, I asked him if we could have some more time to process that because we hadn't actually contemplated that structure. And he said, okay. And the, uh, but what I, but in my mind, I was thinking that was actually fairly generous. I thought it was a pretty good deal to offer us to only own 4% of the company. Uh, but of course, paying back $2 million also uh, seemed a bit arduous so it was uh so part of the deal was okay it was good and part of the deal we didn't like so but the fact that it was there was good good and bad it felt like there was something to there was a way to get to a deal you know i i when i think about it i mean that's a lot of chairs to sell <laughs> you know to get two million dollars out of you know out from five dollars per chair um and could potentially take a long time to to get paid back just to get the 4%. And to me, I mean, you hear them say it so often that, you know, I'm not going to get out of bed for 4% or 3%. Like you were saying, like, I'm not going to do a 1% deal. Um, You know, it it, it says to me, like, once that 2 million is returned, like, is it really that important to like, is it going to be that high on his, on his radar to make sure that he's helping, uh, you know, help guide the, you know, the ship and stuff of that, uh, that nature. He's not. If he gets his $2 million back, we're doing pretty well. I, <laughs> I, and that 4% could really be worth something. I'd actually, at that point, he'd be right. really excited. <laughs> but Joe, you're, but the, right, the 4% okay. are being very valuable, but the, so we can't know what he's thinking, but from what we're thinking is that it's a, as you said, it would take a long time. We would be paying that royalty for, for a long time. And I really did want him to feel like a partner. So really what you're saying is exactly what we were thinking. If we double his money, then he's really not, he's already doubled his money. If we're repaying him the royalty just until we, he recoups it, he hasn't made any money yet. So he still wants to help us with the additional percentage he owns. We didn't agree to that deal, uh, but we, but the structure works if we could move some of the numbers around, which is what we did. No, Leslie, I mean, you bring up a great point, right? At that point, you are doing really, really well, you know, if you, you know, but, in, but the thing is, is you don't know how long it's going to, I mean, that's a lot of $300 chairs to yeah. sell, right? Yeah. You, you know, to me, that that's where like, I'm like, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start selling some $3,000 chairs. We'll get some Swarovski crystals or some, <laughs> some nonsense thing that people are really into. We're going to put it on there and they're going to buy it for $3,000 because, crystals you know meanwhile the crystals are the light the sun's hitting the crystals blinding people around them they don't care it's not their problem it's not their eyes they got you know (laughs) they're in the chair they're not they're not uh 
getting blinded by it. But um, something to that effect. I mean, that that's that would be, you know. But even even at, even at three thousand dollars, it's a lot of chairs. That you know, you know, marketing and PR. There's so much that we can do at this point, and you know, to that point, we could come out with some crazy high end chair just for marketing. We've made like probably fifty of them, right? Um, yep. or maybe one, maybe yeah, one, and goes, end up gifting them. Probably. Maybe one, maybe one goes to auction with uh, yes, with, with crystals. Yeah, but uh, but you know, it, it really to the core of the products and the brand, it really needs to be products that people can buy and are willing to spend for. I mean, I remember your reaction. You were like, "Whoa," you know, and it it, it does shock people. But then when you look at what else is out there, I feel like you you know, if you really care. It's really worth it. Oh yeah, and and I think I said that in the reaction video that like if I if I mean I'm not a beach my wife's a beach person but she doesn't even get to go that often right so like if we had the beach house or if we were spending at least two weeks you know at the beach a year three hundred bucks a chair is really not it's really not that much money because you're spending a ton of money to be at the beach I mean you, you live in Jersey you know we go to Ocean City New Jersey so. Uh, it's, it's not cheap to, uh, to rent down there for in the summertime. So I, I, I don't think that's bad. And even when you compare it to, um, I think like a, like a Tommy Bahama chair, which is like 80 to a hundred dollars or something like that, which I mean, to me is still pretty expensive. Um, because again, I'm not, I'm not that target market. Uh, I think that the, you're not getting the kind of functionality that you're getting with your chair at that point, right? So you're not really comparing like apples to apples at that point. It's different types of apples, well, you know, at that point. The great thing is people have choices. And for us, and by the way, the chair is 198. Uh, but the right, with the accessories. accessories are optional. Most people do buy some or all the accessories. Uh, the uh, it's, it's really a, I, I think of it, similar as you said if you're at the beach for a few weeks is it worth the investment i think if it's similar to skiing if you ski mm -hmm. a week a year you consider yourself a skier and you buy you might buy a thousand dollars worth of ski equipment but they will uh, use it and you'll use it each year you go and you'll be happy you have great great equipment that satisfies all of your needs same thing with camping you may not have a chance to camp all year long but when you do go you want to have camping gear that you really that really serves its purpose so we think of that People care about the outdoors. They care about their work-life balance. So if you are going to spend a few weeks at the beach, those weekends, the beach house, or just driving every weekend, having a chair that protects you from the sun, that protects your mobile device. that And looks good. And, and it's beautiful. So. And meanwhile, thanks for the compliment, by the way. That was like a little side hand compliment. That they, they're not the same. And that's kind of why. Yeah. Like totally, when we were designing this and we wanted to make something better for the beach, you know, yeah, I could have just put prettier fabric on your Tommy Bahama frame, that kind of thing. But it became, um, let's let's reinvent it. I mean, you know, if we're really going to make people step up and kind of separate those people who care and want to spend more, then let's completely reinvent it. So that was three years before we launched. <laughs> we kind of complicated it for ourselves a little bit. But I think it was worth it in the end just for that, what you just said. Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I look, you, it's not enough to be better. It, you have to be different. And, you know, I, I don't think that it's the, I mean, anybody that's going for the time of Bahama is probably going for the name at that point. Like, it's not, I, I, I don't see the, I, I, I'm not that person, okay? Yeah. I'm just not that, that customer. But I think that, you know, form, 
uh, and functionality are two big things for me, at least when I, whenever I make any kind of decision. And to me, if I have that functionality, if I get the, the protection, I get an ease of carrying, like all those things, like you can fold all that into, you know, waka waka, uh, fold that into the price of like, okay, you're right. At $198. Um, and then get the accessories to, uh, you know, to get it to the, the $300 price point. Um, but I, I, you know, at that point, I think if you're going to use it, you should upgrade to just get the, you know, as long as you're going to feel like you're going to use those accessories, you probably should jump in and get it. And that's not just me being nice about like that, but I, I mean that in general, like cars, it doesn't matter like what you're buying. Like if you're going to buy it and you're going to actually use it, don't worry about the, the, the extra price because you're using it. And, and every time you use it, you know, when you split it out amongst the minutes and hours and you break, you know, cost average it like that, it's like. Okay, like here's a perfect example. Uh, we have a theater room here, and I was thinking about getting a new projector. That projector is four thousand dollars, and I was like, "But we watch like three to five movies a week in that in that room." So I'm like, "When you cost average that out, it's like, well, even if we just did three, it's like twenty five dollars per movie." Well, you can't really go to the movie theater and be able to pause the movie and go to the bathroom, get your own popcorn and come back <laughs> and just have it just be you for $25, uh, you know, a movie or you and one or two or three or four other people. So, you know, I'm like, ah, you know, does it make sense? I don't know. Maybe. And also, it's not as if um, I'm not saying our product's better. It's different. And that's what, you know, you kind of pointed out. It's. You know, it's a completely different product. They're, you can't compare them. They're different. So everybody's got choices, like Greg said. And you know, we just hope a lot of people choose ours. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I you know, I, I think, that, you know, they, they keep, I mean, the, the entrepreneur gurus out there keep hammering. It's not enough to be better. You got to be different, right? You got to stand out in a way that isn't uh, just we're a better pen. We're a better this or better that. Like you, you have to, you have to be different. Yeah. to be able to, to to stand out and make people pay attention. So uh, so when it came to Kevin and, and you, Greg, going back and forth, uh, obviously that didn't happen within seconds of, you know, all at once. But, uh, but you, so you felt, you guys felt comfortable. I mean, I was impressed that, that Kevin, you know, took that deal on, uh, what was the the final? The final was five percent um, with a one million dollar payback, right? Right. At th- was it three dollars per chair? Five dollars per chair, but paying oh, okay. one million dollars. So he would receive back over the course of sales of five dollars per chair. He would receive back five dollars per chair until he recouped the one million dollars he invested. So basically, we would sell two hundred thousand chairs to repay him that one million dollars, and at the end. Well, throughout, and at the end, he would still own 5% was the final number that we agreed upon. He, he said 6%. And if you recall, or you can watch again, he offered two, $2 million at four and 4% ownership. He wanted to be repaid $2 million. Oh, right. Yeah, not invest. Right. Repaid $2 million and have 4% ownership at the end. We came back and said 4% ownership. I know initially 4% um, and pay repay back. We'll pay back 1 million. And we ended up, he said, if you can get me to 6% and then we, we countered and said 5% with the $1 million and, and he, and we reached a deal. He was in a a zone. (laughs) 
Yeah, cl- well, clearly, and and um, you know, I, look, I mean, Kevin doesn't usually negotiate that hard back and forth like that, and it was impressive to, if nothing else, to see that experience play out. Because, uh, like I said, he doesn't he doesn't generally do that. Um, it's it's this is what it is, and you know, maybe he'll change the structure. Like, oh, it was a normal deal. Now it's a um, a, uh, a a royalty deal, but not not to counter back and forth like that and and forfeit a million dollars in the process is which isn't that's no small feat and i actually thought it's super interesting because you know again this is embarrassing how much i've seen the show but just oh i guess he yeah he was the last shark he usually plays that up to his advantage and it was he was really reasonable and it was yeah it, it we were really pleased the way it, it worked. was great yeah amazing yeah that well it, yeah and it so it it definitely uh it definitely paid off he didn't get offended and and uh you guys walked out of there with a deal so uh when you when you walking out of the of the tank um how, how are you feeling what were you thinking what was your next steps well you see the end of the episode you see us hugging and 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 we are just it's pretty stressful in the tank and you walk in not knowing what will happen. And even while you're there, you are just, you know, as you see on TV, all five sharks are firing questions at you and vying for your answers. And to walk out with with a successful outcome after practicing and preparing and, and everything else that goes into it, uh, it, for me, it was exhilarating for Leslie. Uh, that was pretty exciting. It was very surreal. Yeah. You don't really think it happened. And then we had COVID after. We, and oh, we didn't have, we had no, like, no, you had COVID happening, the pandemic. Oh, oh, oh. oh. So you said, like, we walked out, and <laughs> it turns out we actually were positive. We did not catch COVID. No, yet. so they test and test and test. They're really, really cautious. Mm-hmm. And then after, you see us hugging in the thing. I, we were asking permission. <laughs> Can we hug? Because, you know, they're really far apart and everything is really safe. We test before, we test after, we test during. It was like crazy. It was, a, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it, well, it's still better uh, this season than last season where you actually had the 10 days of uh, isolation effectively in a hotel room before getting to go pitch. So you guys lucked out in that regard <laughs> to not have to go and do that. Um, so, okay. So you get back to Jersey. What's like, what's, what's next steps? I mean, obviously you don't know when you're going to, it, it, and if your episode is going to air, which is uh, I mean, to me, it has to be almost as nerve wracking as all the pr- preparation and everything, and getting into the tank and all that. Because you know, it's like, do we scale up? How much do we scale up? What do we? You know, I know that um, somebody was telling me that they they do give apparently they give some kind of numbers that like, oh, you know, this is what you could typically expect in sales. But but every business is different. Every product is different different industry, different, like, I'm going to go buy this today versus, you know, it's like, it's different if we're talking about socks versus, you know, a $200 chair versus a VR experience, you know, the, the kind of thing. So it's every business is different. Um, what did, what was your guys next step once you got back? I can talk about how it felt. I mean, talking about still. Um, when we came back, just so you know, we couldn't tell anybody. It was crazy. Only two people besides us that knew were our two daughters. And then for months, 
nothing. And I kept saying to Greg, if we don't air, it's like it never happened because we have no proof of being there. You know, they don't, they, they don't want any cameras or phones on, you know, on the set and things like that. So it'll just be us knowing <laughs> and then we'll never be on the air. It was very weird to think about it, but Greg and I decided after we left, the deal was, you know, we got the deal on the show. Couldn't tell anybody, you know, if we air, we don't air because you never know. We were happy with our result and we were really proud of what we did in the tank. And that's how we had to walk away. And that's how we made it through the next few months before we found out. And then with regard to how to prepare for, for uh, with and inventory, uh, it's really hard, right? Because you can't, you just have no idea uh, how, with, when millions of people watch, watch the show, how many, how many orders you will have. And for us, you know, we were a really young company and with limited resources. So we, we just had to plan that we would be growing significantly this year and order inventory, and, but not order so much that, that if we didn't grow as much, we'd be at risk, but order enough that if there was a big Shark Tank bump that we would be able to satisfy customers. We want to make sure people don't get frustrated. What could be worse than having this new brand? Customers discover it and then they can't buy it. Right. So we really had to balance that. So we did, we ended up buying more, more inventory and expecting to grow this year. And fortunately when a lot of new orders, new customers did discover us because there was a big shark tank bump for us, we were able to satisfy all those orders as quickly as we could. We had all of us in the warehouse filling orders for, uh, for quite a while. Oh, I, I, I love that. I, you know, the, the, the thought that came to my mind, Leslie, when you were explaining, like it never happened, um, twilight zone and how, like, yeah. like, did, did it, did it happen? Did we just yeah. get, get gaslight? Like, you know, are we all gaslit here? Like, I don't know. Like, could you um, imagine? Could you imagine? We literally went and taped. Nobody knew ever. And if we talked about it, I didn't yeah. get well, proof. <laughs> when the, when the teaser, when the teaser for the show came out there, they had clips from different episodes at different uh, companies that were pitching and we were one of the clips, but it's literally about a half a second. Right. And we were, you know, we, you, we, at that point we were told we have permission to confirm that we are in the clip. That's it. Um, and it doesn't mean, you're yeah. gonna be, and it doesn't mean you're going to be on the show. So we, yeah. So, so at least we were able to confirm if anyone asked, that nobody we, asked because it was half a second but right. we saw it there was at least some history some record if, if all else you know. are you talking are you referring to like the first episode of the season like a teaser they you know how they do a commercial they have a season oh okay they have the season teaser and they show that in the beginning of it was like literally half a second of us hugging and we're like, <laughs> look, that was awesome we had to run through it we had to freeze it to be like look there we are yeah. No. So, that, so then you were allowed to tell people that you were actually on the show. Only, only we could only confirm that we were in the teaser. That's it. Right. Because that's because oh. you're not on the show for sure. They still have right. to program you in, or they don't have to program you in. So it's because we have to keep it. It's a reality show. We have to keep the fact that we filmed and we're on the show a a secret. Uh, but now it's in public, a clip of us. So they said we can confirm that it's us, which is. If anyone asks, no one asked. <laughs> no one asked. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, you know, uh, I when I think about that kind of like that kind of stuff, it's 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 hard. Like, uh, how how old are your daughters? Twenty and eighteen. 
Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know if they were like young, like young, young or something. It's like, it's like they go to school, they say something, and then they you were. Know. This is we're talking many, many months of not a word. Oh wow, 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 wow. Um, no, I, it it definitely has to be nerve wracking, not knowing if you're going to be able to 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 be on the show. Like I said, the inventory thing, um, and then. So once you once you got the confirmation, because you get like three weeks or so before the show airs, did 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 you guys have a, a watch party? What what was the what was the game plan there? It was great. Our daughters actually planned the watch party, and it was so much fun. They got sharks, and we were you know little wine glasses with a shark, and it was really cute. We put a shark on the door, and we had some friends come over. But the best part was that, like we said, we're very good secret keepers. Nobody in the room knew the outcome except for the four of us. Yeah. So the commercial break before, it was, everybody's like, what's happening? What's going to happen? <laughs> it, was, it was actually really, it was fun. More fun, more dramatic that way, right? It is. Well, it's all, it's all for the drama, for the story, uh, for, you know, to keep people glued to watch those sponsor spots and, uh, <laughs> and get to the other side. It's, uh, it, again, it's a masterful a uh, aspect of the show for, uh, that, they, that they perform. Uh, week after week after week and uh th- you know speaking speaking to the um not knowing if you're going to air i know it was last season that there was an episode from season 11 that made it into season 12 and they had in the beginning they said like this this was filmed before you know covid times and blah 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 i think it was like ep- i forget which episode number specifically but but it, but it's just weird because you see all the sharks together like all of a sudden for one episode and then um so like and if that's the case like you just don't know like it could be you know maybe you maybe you air the next season or something like that all i can think about when you told me that when you just said that is how bad i feel for those people in that episode they waited the whole season past what did they say and they still didn't know oh my gosh i feel so bad yeah they they didn't crazy that it's it it is uh it is one one of the most stressful pieces of it. So, uh, so before we were filming, uh, for recording the, this interview, you, you guys had said that a lot of people had reached out to you about finding my video. Right. So this is just right after it aired. We were all really excited. Everyone to see it again. You can't see it again unless you have it at DVR, you know, cause we don't have your setup. Um, so everybody, all of our friends would Google it. Sunflower Shark Tank, and the only thing that came up was Jeff. <laughs> I'm telling you, every single person said, "Oh, I couldn't find your video or, or the episode, but I could find this guy Joe." And he gave, he gave commentary, and they're like, "I liked his commentary." And it was really people kind of critiqued your commentary, saying because it looked like you were a shark. It'd be their reactions and your reaction. It was, yeah, that so was great. It was yeah, spot it. on. Good. Yeah, and your Jersey guy, which is even better. absolutely 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 now that i mean that is one of the the things like i uh we were talking before about how i go about doing this like i sacrifice my friday nights during shark tank season in order to make that happen you know i don't i don't spend i thursday night is our friday nights so we spend time on thursday night together and then friday night i'm in here for three hours so much so that uh, there was a video. Uh, so last week's, this past week's episode, somebody was like, "What's wrong with your eyes?" Because like, I guess I was staring at the screen, and my like, 
you know, so I, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, do I, am I, do I have like a stroke or something? Don't remember. I showed it to my <laughs> wife, and she's like, uh, Joe, you realize that this is eleven o'clock at night. You woke up at like five thirty in the morning, and you've been sitting staring at a computer screen for three hours, right? Like, of course, your eyes are going to be a little like drifty at that point. Like, I was like, oh, I had no idea. It works literally right after the show. There you are, and it's yeah, it's great. I think it streams on Hulu for a few weeks, but but they don't have the full season, I guess, until the following year. And yours is like right to the point. If people want to see the Sunflow yeah. Shark Tank, it's like right there. And yeah. you got someone commenting. And, and, and then <laughs> yeah, I, they can skip past me. I try not to talk over the, the stuff. I mean, it. you know, they, I know people ask like, oh, can you put in time timestamps? I'm like, dude, I was <laughs> up for like four hours on a Friday night doing this. Like you think I'm going to sit around to try to do timestamps of the time <laughs> in which I'm just trying to get the thing onto YouTube because it's not that easy to get past the copyright bot really to begin good. with. Okay. Well <laughs> so, beggars and choosers. I, I, I don't know, but, but that's the internet for you. Um, so no, that that's awesome that, uh, that people, you know, pointed out to, I know that that seems to be the common theme is like people find the episode and then their content. Cause I don't reach out to pretty much anybody at this point. Uh, they all come to me because I've, I got the episode online and we're here and we're going to have a good time when we have an interview. Right. So that, uh, I think I, to me, I think it's, it's important that, uh, and and building the community, um, meeting those expectations and, and, and and again, having a good time and have having something positive to say, cause like you guys are real, you're not playing characters on the TV show, right? Like, you're real. The business is real. Like, you know, it's, a, it's real hopes. It's real dreams. It's real money. Uh, it's real opportunity. And, and I think that, you know, cause I, I know I get a lot of flack sometimes for like being, Oh, you're too nice though. Everybody that comes in. It's like, these are real people. This isn't, you know, this isn't, this isn't TV to me. These are real people. That's us. We're just, uh, our daughters were our, were our stand in sharks when we were preparing, right? Our teenage daughters. That's, we practiced in our basement and mm-hmm. we work out of our in home. In quarantine, yeah. And it's we a family business. Yeah. So, sure. so this we're is real a, people. Don't worry, Joe. We're not, not, a, <laughs> we're not a big, mean corporation. We are family, small family business. And another thing that's great about the, this show in particular, um, it's real people starting real businesses, which everyone kind of hopes and dreams to always do. But everybody walks into that tank is the underdog, which is what I mentioned before. You kind of root for them. Right when they walk in, you feel like, oh, that could be me. Or, you know, I, I thought of that or I could have done that. And it just makes you feel like you've got everybody on your side Yeah. right when you walk in. So um, if you mess up or whatever, yeah. it's it's okay. And it's sad. It's sad to see people when they when it seems it doesn't work out oh, and, yeah. and they get very emotional. It's sad. It's because you get, you build up you in your mind. It how this could change your business and change your life. And if it doesn't work out for someone on the show, it's especially being on the show, you really feel the empathy. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I mean, that's, I know that's why they have a a psychologist right after you get off because regardless if you get a deal or not, the, the, you know, somebody probably said something that didn't rub you, rub you the right way. Uh, And, you know, and it creates a, uh, can create a vacuum of like, did, am I, you know, of self-doubt i mean look we're entrepreneurs right so we deal with that kind of stuff all the time self-doubt and and um you know the mental roller coaster of like is this working is it not 
working the great days we're having awesome sales then the days where no sales are coming in and no one wants to answer our call you know and everybody's doing out to out to lunch um so i so speaking to that so after the you know after the show aired uh so your your deal with kevin would you like to elaborate sure sure so as as your viewers probably know when you do a deal on shark tank they only see you for half hour, an hour, you shake hands if you get a deal. But in, just like in the real world, there's more work that has to happen after for the two parties to come together. And in our case, we have, uh, we spent, and it's a large amount of money, right? So we spend time with Kevin's team and, and try to work through all the, the legal and financial moving parts for a million dollars, a lot of parts. And sometimes those deals come together that you see happen on, during, during the airing, and sometimes they don't. In our case, uh, we did not end up moving forward for, and we're not allowed to talk about the negotiation that happens after, uh, but it was an amazing experience. We didn't reach a final agreement after the show, but the happy ending is we have other investors, some amazing investors that are so excited about our business. Instead of raising $1 million, we ended up raising $3.5 million, which allows us, yeah, which really allows us to, produce more inventory to do more marketing to make sure people can find us in more places. So it was really, uh, we would have loved to come to reach fruition. Uh, but fortunately, and most importantly, we're able to continue to grow the company and, and have the, have Leslie's original vision come to reality. That, that is, that is awesome. Well, hey, I, I'm very much in the camp of everything happens for a reason. And, uh, I think that it's, um, it, you know, it, look, it, you didn't get the deal with Kevin. It's okay. You still got the Shark Tank. You know, I I always err on the side of go in trying to get a deal because that's what's going to replay on TV for like forever and always. You know, for for years and years and years to come, right? And that's what's going to stick in people's minds, even if the deal doesn't come. And and as you said, it's not just because you know it might not just be because the sharks you know uh idea of what the deal should be uh sometimes their idea of what the deal changes as well as you know what your what the business now is worth you know it doesn't necessarily meet to what their deal was because hey nine months went by like things continue to change and evolve and it doesn't always mean that it's the right it's going to be the right fit when when it takes that long to make it happen so um, you know, good on you for, for sticking to your guns. And then you get rewarded with what, three and a half million in investment money. Like that's, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, we didn't have to stick to our guns. You know, as you said, having the right alignment with your partner, it, it has to feel right. It's a lot of money. It's a big investment. It's a big commitment. And for whatever reason, if it doesn't feel right, uh, fortunately for us, our dreams could still come true with other partners that are that align in completely. So yeah, it was, it's a incredible experience. And, you know, I think that that makes a lot of sense because of the, the vision that you Leslie have for the company going forward, that in this case, you know, the, the money isn't necessarily what's going to get you, get you there because obviously you already have sales, you have legs to, to move. Right. Um, it's, it's having the right partners that are going to believe, like you said, Greg, believe in you and believe in, in the brand and, and bringing those right people, those great customers together to make it happen. Because, 
uh, you know, just having any one, say, shark or any one celebrity is not necessarily going to make or break uh, the whole company, right? It, it, it's it's very much ha- having the right people with the with the right vision with the plan uh, is more important than just just the money or or just the one celebrity endorsement. Not that not that Kevin's just bringing a celebrity endorsement to the table, but that's a big part of what he brings to the table, especially when you're talking about five yeah. percent. No, that's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so how can everybody go and get their own Sunflow uh, chair and accessories? And I assume to be more soon. Yeah, we have a lot of new things coming in the pipeline, but our website is Get Sunflow. You'll have it, I guess, underneath us or something. <laughs> yes, I, I, it will be in the description below. Get Sunflow.com. Yeah. And our Instagram and Facebook. I mean, you know, we're just a new company, but it's also Get Sunflow. So, yeah, follow us. We post beautiful photos, beautiful places in the world, oh, and we beautiful just, beaches. We just did a partnership with Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. So we were at the launch and we, you know, kind of did a takeover of their uh, launch weekend in Florida just this past weekend, which is pretty cool. Takeover of all the seating. Everyone yeah. sat in sunflow chairs. It was at, great. Yes, at the hard Good rock. content. Yes. And an amazing and, and Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition having their pay with change. Uh, programming which is all about female empowerment which is amazing with a female visionary for our product and most majority of our people are female so it really aligns well with what what we hope to accomplish and yeah so you can find us you can learn see some of that content on our website on uh instagram facebook and i guess on our website feed right that is awesome. They should absolutely go and check it out. I love the uh, keeping the uh, naming concise. So you can say, go just, go, you know, get Sunflow and you can Google it. You can yeah, go to Instagram. You can go to Facebook, whatever you're going, you can, yeah, you can get it. And that is so important. <laughs> so, so important to be able to get that same name across all the platforms. So it just makes it easier for people to connect with you the way they uh, choose to. Greg, Super Greg, Super Leslie, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure hosting you here on uh, the Tank Tales, this Tank Tales interview. Uh, again, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, one last thing. Why don't oh, yeah. we put a little discount code for your watchers? Uh, and, yeah, a little bonus. Right, right? We'll give it to you later, though. That's uh, nice. Well, yes. You want us to give that to you? will be able to post that for your, I, for your customers? I can. Yeah, I can. Aww. Okay, so we'll come Thank up you. with a, a discount code, and and that way people can, if they discover us on your show, they they have a secret secret discount code. Good that bonus be... subscribers. Yes, absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for wanting to do that. Yeah, let me. Uh, I'll get the discount code from you. I'll put it in the description below, or maybe I'll pop tag it in the comment, uh, the first comment. Uh, below as well and uh, thank you all for watching all the way to the end of this interview it's been an absolute pleasure i'll see you in one of these two videos right here if you haven't watched uh, sunflow's pitch uh, it'll probably be up here or down here or whatever i remember to do it anyway take care and go be super everyone see you at the beach thank you